Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Well, last week's car cuisine was certainly a big hit. (laughs) As I was getting emails and suggestions all week from listeners. If you didn't hear the show, we were talking about how then to name the recipes of meals that are cooked under the hood on the exhaust manifold. There's even a cookbook, Manifold Destiny. But it occurred to me that naming these dishes would be a lot more fun than perhaps eating them. So (laughs) last week... Listeners called in with what they themselves appropriately named Meals on Wheels. Names like my first choice was Lamb Burgini, and I photoshopped that, and that picture is at ChristianCarGuy.com, very funny. And as I promised, I took my favorite from the callers from last week's show and photoshopped it at the website, too, at ChristianCarGuy.com. The Rambler Radiator Aroni is now there, and just what a sight to see (laughs) if you want to go to christiancarguy.com. So as to not quench anyone's creativity, if that perfect name came to you this week, that delectable dish to cook on the carby, (laughs) you can certainly call us this morning. We'd love to hear that as well. 866-348-7884. We have lines open and we'd love to hear it. And perhaps if I like it enough, I'll Photoshop it this week at christiancarguy.com with the others as they do look very cool when they come to life. But along with that, we're shifting gears for sure. Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we are talking automatic transmission fluid, ATF. And who better to help us with that subject but our very own Tom Slick himself. Tom is with JG Lubricant Services, the analysis folks we work with on the show. Tom, this this whole ATF thing these days, it's, it's becoming a pretty slippery slope, isn't it? Yeah, it's a what you might call a viscous circle. <laughs> Good for I'm you. I'm trying to keep up with you this morning. Oh, right, there you the go. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, uh, as we discussed, uh, the uh, the ATF market is uh, not what it was just a few years ago. Uh, and again, folks uh, who are listening in, ATF stands for Automatic Transmission Fluid. And uh, what happened was well, a few years ago, most of the automatic transmission fluids on the market passed two specific specifications, the General Motors Dexron 3 specification and the Ford Mercon specification. Uh, and it kind of made it uh, easy for a while with oil companies and additive companies to produce those formulations because they found out that they could produce the kinds of additives and oils that would would with one oil, you could pass both of those specifications. And as the years went on, uh, there got to be more separation between friction characteristics needed between Ford and General Motors, and, and those two began to spread apart, those two specifications. Uh, and then on top of that, General Motors came out, and I want to say this was uh, probably around 2005, but don't hold me to that. They came out with Dexron 6. And Dextron 6 went a whole different uh, direction. And 
when Dextron 6 came out, there were a whole lot of Dextron 3 slash Mercon fluids still left on the market that nobody knew what to do with. <laughs> and because Dextron 6 was uh, the new the new specification and, and General Motors obsoleted Dextron 3, so those fluids were not really supposed to be used anymore. But in fact, they were used because there was so much of that in the market. The market was kind of flooded with those older fluids. And not that the, anything was wrong with them. It's just that there was a new spec out, Dextron 6, that replaced all that. So since then... Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot. We were going we to get into it, believe me. Talking about yeah. what that means to you as a consumer on the things that you need to know about when you, when you pick an automatic transmission fluid how often to change it? What are the things that that can cause within your in, and in, in expenses that you would might be looking forward to as you're going down the road with your transmission? So we're going to be talking, as you can tell, with somebody that knows a lot. He, he actually was on the uh, Society of Automotive Engineers, the SAE, uh, working with them on, on selecting some of this stuff. So we're going to get the scoop on the oil here coming up. So you want to stay tuned for that. And also, at the bottom of the hour, Ford has a customer challenge event. And they're coming to 13 cities across the country. And we're going to, you might get to hear that they're coming to a city near you. And this really sounds like a fun event. And Mike Murphy, Ford's marketing manager, is going to be on to talk about that with us. And I'm very excited that we have a new Christian author contributing to ChristianCarGuy.com. His name is Sladen West. He's from Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, he posted an article this week, Road Rage and Rudeness, Do Manners Matter? Well, that's there this week, and we've got Alan, I mean, we've got Sladen coming up at the bottom of the hour to talk with us about that. Then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. When your transmission fluid goes bad, right, it won't be long before you have a breakdown. A fresh fluid and a filter truly restores life to your transmission. And yet, <laughs> so many of us, like me, for example, have oxidized forgiveness fluid. <laughs> and when you truly do a forgiveness inventory, you might be shocked. And in fact, I'm going to bet you're going to be shocked at who you might find on that list of folks that you need to forgive. We're going to talk about that and how you get a fresh forgiveness fluid change <laughs> coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Dilmore. I'm the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business, but more importantly, a brother in Christ. The Christian Car Guy Show, we are trying to help folks look at a different way of operating their vehicles. They need to be paid for, no debt. Watching people buy cars for 35 years going into the slavery of huge debt is a heartbreaker if you're a car salesman. And cars need tender, loving care and a name like Old Red. So you see, if you think about it, you see old tractors. They've been out running in the elements since the 40s. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you maintain your car, it lasts as long as you do, and you can pay it off and never have to keep making those crazy payments. But cars also need to be safe and driven safely. We talk about wear your seatbelt. It's shocking the statistics of people that are killed every year just simply for not wearing your seatbelt. And don't speed if you're truly following Jesus he would be driving the speed limit. We, we talk about that, and if you're following him, it's estimated that Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding, and that's not to mention the life and property that, that's destroyed. So this, again, are the basic core values of the Christian Car Guy show, and this is a live show, so we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can call us with any question, comment for our ministry today today. 
Of course, we're taking any of those leftover car cuisine. What creative dish did you think of this week? Man, I should have called in with this if I'd only thought of it. <laughs> well, here's your chance. 866-348-7884. And, of course, we got Tom Slick with us today. So if you have that oil question or ATF question or even uh, coolant or rear axle lubricant, whatever it is, when it comes to oil, we got the man. We got Tom Slick himself. You call us 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four, and as always, we want to mention at our website, you've got the Jesus Labor of Love, free car repair for single moms, free car repair labor. The moms and the families pay for the parts. It's free car repair labor for families in crisis. And uh, I will say that a lot of you were praying for Vic Hill, our lead volunteer. He had heart surgery yesterday, sort of a heart cath situation, I guess. And he came through that great. He called me, and he was in great spirits. And so we, we appreciate your prayers, and that's a big thing for us here. Obviously, Vic's a big part of the of the team. So I thank you for that. And also at the, at the website, besides all these wonderful articles, including our new one from Sladen West, you have podcasts. So you can listen to any previous Christian Car Guy show. You can listen to last week's show and hear all the different <laughs> car cuisine that came up with things like Corvetti and meatballs and stuff like that, you know. We are expecting your call, by the way, at 866-348-7884. Now, I'm not going to tell you what Tom's age is, but, you know, when he first started coming in on the transmission scene, he worked for Allison Transmissions. And they were at just that point, believe it or not, whale oil was still very much the main <laughs> main ingredient, wasn't it, Tom, when you got into this deal? <laughs> Well, I'm not quite that old, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, one of the original specs was called, uh, uh, oh gosh, I can't even remember now. It was a uh, suffix A uh, it was, fluid, it was and a, it a lot ha- of people with race cars still run that stuff because it's not friction modified. It gives you a better, you know, more harsh shift. But yeah, I don't go back to the sperm whale oil days, but almost. <laughs> I was thinking you were talking about... But that whale oil, it could really take the pressure, right? They found that out from the whales being able to dive deep. And if you think about that, you know, there's a lot of engineering that God put into that whale oil. (laughs) We're going to talk a little bit about more of that. We got one caller already with a car cuisine. We want to hear yours. 866-348-7884. We got so much more coming at you. Stay tuned. are shifting gears today on the Christian Car Guy Show, talking about automatic transmission fluids with our very own Tom Slick from JG Lubricant Services. They're the folks that you send your oil out to be analyzed. So you can see, wow, I'm going to go on vacation this summer and I need to drive 2,000 miles with my car, make those kind of things. Will my car make it? Or is there some issue with the transmission or the rear axle? It uncovers things that you may not have otherwise noticed and you can find out all about that of course at christiancarguy.com but we're going to be talking about what should we be looking for as customers in automatic transmission fluid why is it so important we change it what what happens within that oil 
that would cause problems, and what can we do to prevent that? And, of course, we're taking your calls because this is a live show, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH for those who are digitally gifted and can figure all that out. And if you happen to have a car cuisine meal on wheel that you didn't get to share, by all means, call us with that. We'd love to hear it. And, Tom, this... Really, if you go back to the beginning of automatic transmissions, for a lot of folks, that's just magic. You know, how in the world can I step on the gas and the car go? I know the engine's going around, but how can I put on the brake and the engine not make the, how come the transmission doesn't make the engine stop? And so I guess the first big discussion before we can even get into the fluid is how does that magic take place within the torque converter? It's all done with smoke and mirrors. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, well, between the engine and the differential and the wheels and the road, there's a thing called a transmission, and that consists of a few components, one of which is the main case, which uh, has all the gears in it. And these are planetary gear systems, meaning there's a sun gear in the middle. There's planetary Yeah, I wouldn't go gears. there. You just lost two-thirds of them. Okay. So. Yeah, it's got gears. First yeah, gear, okay. second so gear, third gear, drive, you know, that stuff that's on the Prindle. So if <laughs> I talk really. about epicyclic gear trains, that's going to really look Yeah, let's no, not go there. Okay, All right. we won't go there. So uh, there's a gearbox, uh, really similar to a uh, manual gearbox, except that everything's in mesh all the time. And right in converter, and that's what does all the magic. The catalytic, the, uh, <laughs> that's funny, I said catalytic. It's not the, it's a torque converter. Yeah, So. Yeah. The way I've explained that over the years, and you just feel free to jump in, is that you, if you took two fans and you put power to the one fan and you put another fan right up against it so it was blowing on the other fan, that second fan would spin based on the first fan blowing air on it, even if the second fan wasn't plugged in. Because yep. the wind would cause the blades on the other fan to spin. Well, that's like a torque converter only it uses fluid in a high pressure. So there's blades on this torque converter on one side that are spinning with the engine, and then the blades on the other side of the torque converter spin as a result of these spinning so that you could have, have what they originally called a fluid coupling, meaning that when the car stopped, that the transmission could then stop because those um, blades on the engine side would continue to spin, but it's okay on the transmission side because the fluid doesn't necessarily have to spin the blades. That yeah, makes that's sense. Right. That, that's a really good analogy. Uh, the two fan, or or a, think of it as a water wheel as well. You know, where water comes down and turns a wheel at a grist mill or something like that. It's sort of the same thing. Uh, so yeah, what you have is there. There are three components. They're really they're really five, but there's three main ones. There, there's a pump, which uh, is the fan that you're talking about that's driving the other fan. The pump is connected to the engine and the turbine is connected to the output or the transmission. And so as the pump turns with the engine speed, it, it turns the same speed as the engine, it, it throws the fluid into the turbine, which begins to turn the output of the transmission and, and drive the wheels. In between those two things is a stator, and that's what gives you the torque multiplication. Uh, and then also there's a lockup clutch that once you get uh, going fast enough, uh, you lock the pump to the stator, and so they're locked together just like a clutch. In fact, it is a clutch. Uh, and so you get 
you don't have any slippage or heat buildup then at that point. Uh, there's no friction in the fluid because you're you're locked up between the two. And then you do become a mechanical coupling at that point, where it goes from a fluid coupling to a, a mechanical coupling at that point. So that's what's giving you all the torque multiplication, ex you know, accelerating right. and the, the vehicle. And, and the thing that people need to know about this fluid, I believe, or and I know just feel free to jump in here if I'm wrong, is that this fluid needs to be able to take a lot of pressure and it needs to be able to take a lot of heat because it's that pressure that obviously gets things moving, but also there's clutches in there that need that pressure in order to get traction. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so it really takes the – so the, the fluid itself, and that's, you know, that's, of course, one of the things we study is, is folks will take a sample of their fluid and then they'll send it in to us and, and at our laboratory we'll, we'll see what's uh, – if there's anything wrong with the fluid and what it's got in it. And, and so what we're looking at is we're looking for how much heat the fluid's seen over a period of time, uh, how much its viscosity or its thickness has changed over time, and then whether or not it's contaminated by such things as water or uh, coolant or something like that. Uh, and in an engine, there could be either, you know, there could be even more contamination. But, but so we look at those things and we tell you whether or not the fluid is still able to go farther you know you could have run it longer or uh, right, now we have actually a caller um that okay. i wanted to get to in this segment because we just got a couple more minutes tom is okay. gary in it's gary and he's in blues creek north carolina now his car is actually squealing as it as it accelerates which is often caused by the transmission gary are you on with us i am I yeah, uh, it's a 97, and uh, I don't have the original history on the thing. My guess is it's uh, got the original fluids and the transmission and differentials and stuff, and uh got like 160-some thousand miles on it. And so when you just start to accelerate a little bit, you can kind of get a little bit of a whining out of it. Well, as soon as cars become teenagers, that, that starts. They start their yeah. whining. <laughs> they start whining. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, Tom... This is this is one of the things that cars do when they need their transmission fluid. Can you explain why that is? Well, uh, I'd have to ask a couple of questions first. Go ahead. Uh, it it could be coming from your differential. You know, a lot right. of gear wine comes from di differentials, so you might also want to look at your differential fluid, your oil in there, and make sure everything's hunky dory and that there's no you know particles of, of iron floating around in there because. As you wear a gear, that's where you get the gear whine. Uh, you get pitting along where the gears contact, uh, which is very small wear, but it can cause the gears to whine. Uh, so you might look at that as well, but but uh, it, it could be something going on in the planetary itself. And well, that's real for what it, for Tom. It's real common, especially with Chrysler products, that when the transmission fluid. It, it, you could hear them coming up into the service drive, and they would just have this horrible whine. And I always thought it had something to do with the transmission fluid in the pump. But we're going to have to get to that. We do have Mike Murphy on with Ford. He's going to be talking about these great consumer events coming up. We got all sorts. We got Sladen's. He's going to be talking about his article. We still got to help Gary in Blues Creek, so stay tuned. You're on with the Christian Car Guy Show.
That remember that cartoon, you know, when we think Tom Slick, we obviously are thinking Tom Johnson. Our guest on the Christian Car Guy show, which was with JG Lubricant Services, engineer and oil expert. And when we left our hero, Gary, his 97 expedition is whining. We we talked about the axle, but it, we're thinking transmission whine. And when the, when the transmission is whining, when that's the case, Tom, um, Sometimes I know that when you change the fluid, that that will fix the issue, and and often they talk about that being the pump. Can we can we talk about that quickly? Yes. Uh, yeah. What it could be. I was thinking about this during the break, and uh, what it could be. And you'd have to do an oil analysis to find this out. Uh, you know, you can go ahead and change the fluid, but I wouldn't do that unless you did the analysis first. What it may show is that the fluid is very thin, because they will thin out with time, uh, and and they do that. There's a lot of a lot of shearing that goes on that, that makes that happen. But anyway, if the oil gets too thin, then you could get some gear wine because you you know you don't have enough uh, film thickness on the gears, and you could get into some gear wear. So you probably ought to check that. It could also be the pump too, the charging pump, and the charging pump's right in the front of the transmission, and it's actually hooked to the uh, input of the transmission. So as soon as the engine starts, the transmission pump is pumping oil to the transmission, to the clutches, the uh, the valves, and everything. So it's 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 sort of the heart of the transmission, and it's pumping the lifeblood, the transmission fluid, to all the parts. And so it could be the pump too, uh, the input pump. Right, as but it gets in, in either case, thin. right? He can send in. He could. Yeah. Um, find out all about JG Lubricant Services and get that oil analysis at ChristianCarGuy.com and. Find yeah, out what's going the, on there. So thank probably you. Probably get the advanced kit, uh, and that would probably show him. Gary, thank you for calling in, buddy. I really appreciate it. God bless you. Thank, thank you. All right. Robbie, can I give a quick shout out? Uh, a friend of mine called in. He's listening. His name is Gary Walls. He was a Air Force buddy of mine. Ah. A good Christian man. <laughs> and uh, just wanted to thank him for listening in today. Well, great. Well, thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. Well, we do have Mike Murphy on with us. And Mike is with Ford, and they've got a big announcement because this is really cool. Like 13 cities across the country are going to have a lot of opportunity. What's going on, Mike? You bet. Appreciate you having me on on uh, this morning's show. Ford is bringing consumer events to highlight our fuel-efficient EcoBoost lineup, our Ford Fusion, Escape, our C-Max, our Fusion Hybrid, and then our all-new Fiesta, and Focus ST. So we're going to bring them out to 13 different locations across the country and allow our customers and shoppers to drive these vehicles head-to-head against the competition on a closed course. How fun, man. Can you imagine? You get And, and, and in Charlotte, which is coming up in August, <laughs> these people get to go to the Charlotte Motor Speedway. And, yeah, and- we really... And test out these cars. What a fun thing! And so, can just anybody come? Do they need to register? How do you? How do you? Or are you just take first come, first serve? It's going to be uh, registration. We have limited space available because we want to make sure that for the shoppers that come out and check out these products, we have ample time. We have three closed courses, and not often can you really drive on a closed course and really test the vehicles and push them to show what their attributes are all about. So customers interested, sign up at FordEcoBoostChallengeDrive.com. 
Again, that's FordEcoBoostChallengeDrive.com. Or if you're on Ford.com, we have a link that's available in your area. So or, if you go to, or if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, I have the whole article about the EcoBoost Challenge, what they're doing, what they're up to, and how you can go register. You can also go to ChristianCarGuy.com and get that done because, wow, how fun – and what a chance, you know, to actually go head-to-head up against what are some of the other cars they get to drive besides the Fords? So we're going to have the Ford Fusion head-to-head against the Camry, and we're going to have our Escape head-to-head versus CRV. And in addition, people that have the opportunity to drive on our hypermiling course will be able to pick up some fuel-saving techniques. And who doesn't need that in today's environment as gas continues to go higher and higher? So here... We'll have professional coaches available to teach you how to maximize fuel economy and fuel-saving tips, including driving the hybrid vehicles and plug-in hybrid vehicles. Then you really get to just have a lot of fun on our Focus and our Fiesta SP. Great new products that really shine with the EcoBoost powertrain. And the Fiesta SP hasn't even made it into dealer showrooms. So you could be one of the first in the nation to drive it. How cool. And it's coming to Charlotte at the Charlotte Motor Speedway on August 24th. It's also coming to Atlanta. It's coming to Dallas. It's coming to New York. Of course, most of the major cities, you can find out all about that at ChristianCarGuy.com. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you being on with us. God bless you, buddy. Oh, I appreciate it, and I'll see you out there. Okay. Sounds like fun. It really does. (laughs) It really does. All right. How cool to be able to go head-to-head and drive, drive on one of those courses again. Just go to ChristianCardi.com, and, and you can find the Ford Eco Challenge, EcoBoost Challenge there. But right now I want to go to Sladen West, and Sladen is our new uh, one of our new authors at ChristianCardi.com. And Sladen, you, you wrote this article, and we'd like a little information about now – so are you saying that if, if, if you got good manners, it might help you up against road rage? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I am. Uh, I think that uh, we need to realize that on the road, uh, everyone else is, uh, they're not out to get us. They're not out to offend us. And uh, if we have manners, then we can kind of keep ourselves safe and keep those around us safe as well. Yeah, I love that whole concept of a lot of <laughs> rage happens from just everyday, ordinary stuff you could have done just a little bit nicer and really saved somebody, not just their rage, but it, perhaps you actually are messing with their whole day when you're not when you're rude in any way, shape, or form, yeah. not letting people in or whatever the case may be. Yeah, you know, I, I really believe that uh, people are generally good. And uh, if somebody cuts us off or, uh, you know, they don't signal or, or do something that we perceive as rude, it's not, I don't think that they're really trying to be rude. It's possibly that they're having a bad day. And, and if we take offense to that, then it makes us have a bad day. And then, and then we take out on them and it makes their day even worse. When in reality, you know, what we, what we probably should do is just take that with a grain of salt, uh, you know, show, show love back to them and uh, show courtesy to other drivers on the road. Otherwise, it's just a domino effect, and, and that results in everybody hating to drive during rush hour, you know? I do, and we, we like to call that grace car driving here on a Christian car guy. <laughs> yeah. and we, we, you know, it's an interesting concept when you see, and, and actually my mother shared this particular piece of insight 
that I and and since she gave it to me a few weeks ago, I haven't been able to change. Anytime I see somebody do something that's really dangerous or really scary, they're texting and driving, or they just, you know, flew by me on a motorcycle at 120 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Stop and pray and say, God protect these folks. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Please help them wake up and stop texting. You know, in 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 sincerity, trying to help. But um, I love your article and I love the burden God's put on your heart to write. And, and tell us a little bit about your writing experience, Layton. Yeah, so uh, what I, I do is uh, I try to get out there um, articles and information to help people become better drivers, uh, safer drivers, in order to protect innocent lives, uh, you know, because when we drive, we're not just putting our own life at risk. We're putting the lives of others at risk when we, when we drive unsafely. Uh, so I, I want to encourage people out there to um, to learn how to drive better, um, to be more courteous on the road, uh, to to help protect lives. You know, there's a lot of things we can do. We can, you know, if you, if we turn to Scripture, you know, Christ asked us to always remember Him, and that doesn't mean, I mean, that means when we drive too. A lot of people forget that once we get behind the wheel. But <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, always always remember uh, remember Him when we drive and. And show love towards others, and and do what we can to build our driving skills. Whether that be taking uh, a driving course, you know, I kind of mentioned that in the article. Um, you know, you can enroll in a, in a driving course if if you're in Florida or Texas or those specific states. There is DefensiveDriving.com that serves those. If you're in other states, you can take uh, another local course. Anything like that um, really can improve your driving, keep you safe, and keep those around you safe. God bless you, Slayton. I'm so thankful he reached out to me from Las Vegas, Nevada, and asked if he could contribute. And we are just absolutely delighted to have his original articles here now at ChristianCarGuy.com and certainly come in and read them. God bless you, Slayton. I really appreciate you. It's early in the morning there, like 730. (laughs) It is, So I thank you for being on with us. God bless you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Well, we will... we still got Tom Slick with us. We're, we're talking about shifting. Um, we're talking about automatic transmissions. I, I thought there was a great discussion, Tom, with the whole whining thing because a lot of people experience that whining and, and they don't realize, like, I, I love what you pointed out, that it could be the rear axle. It, it could be an engine whine. It could be a transmission whine. That there's so many different things that it's, it's, it's good to know that you can – do an oil analysis and figure out which may be the culprit. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I was uh, participating in a, on a forum online, and somebody said, well, I'm taking my transmission in and getting it worked on. And, and I said, I asked the guy, did you do an analysis first? But I, Because I used the analogy, I said, you know, uh, a doctor would run some tests first to see what was going on, uh, you know, before scheduling you for surgery. <laughs> So, you know, folks folks really should do an analysis first to make sure that, you know, that there is something going on in there. And and, uh, and that can really isolate where it is as well, you know, between the differential and the transmission. I doubt it's in the engine. Uh, and, and a lot of times when you look at something and you find out, you know, you can study it with regard to road speed. You know, does it increase with road speed? Uh, things like that. Uh, well, I, I got to say that I jumped on in there myself when I got those test kits from J.G. Lubricants, and I got my little vacuum pump, 
and I got down under old red myself in the dirt. <laughs> Stuck the little vacuum line in there and got it out and sent it off. And I was so excited because, you know, when you got 348,000 miles on your truck and the transmission and the rear axle still were looking as good as they were, it really just is, is, is wonderful stuff. So I'm so thankful that, that you guys are there. And, Tom, we got to move into our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And as I mentioned at the beginning, you know, when your transmission fluid goes bad, it won't be long before you, you, you have a breakdown. But a fresh fluid and filter, it truly restores your transmission. It's like restoring life. Well, I wonder sometimes if I don't have oxidized, when, you, when your fluid goes bad, it, it becomes oxidized. Tom has told me. I've learned that word now. <laughs> so I feel like I may have some oxidized forgiveness fluid, or certainly we suffer with those issues. And, and so when you do a forgiveness inventory, you know, if you do the Lord's Prayer like I do quite regularly, you're saying, Lord, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Well, who do I need to forgive? Who's on my list? Do I make a list? And uh, this week within my family, my two daughters um, had some real issues between one another. And, of course, I was thinking of some way that I could impart forgiveness to, to them. And I started thinking about how important forgiveness is to God. And I woke up at like 4 in the morning. I started writing down all the verse references to um where God would talk about forgiveness in the Bible. And so my daughter was really, really wanting this thing called a life proof, which apparently keeps the cell phone from getting harmed. And it's like $80. And all I heard for weeks and weeks is I got to have a life proof. And so I, I went to my daughter and I said, you know, I got an idea for you to get your life proof. You can earn it. I want you to write out all these verses for me about forgiveness. And I want you to implant the word sister instead of brother. <laughs> And then, if you would be so kind as to write an essay for me on why you think it's so important for God, why he put so many Bible verses on the forgiveness issue, why it was important to John the Apostle, because so many times he mentions it in 1 John, I said, I want you to write an essay on why you think it was so important to God, this issue of forgiveness. And if you do that, guess what? You'll get a life proof. And, oh, by the way, one little other thing. There's a Matthew West video. Matthew West wrote a song called Forgiveness. And if you have a chance to go to YouTube and watch it, it we're going to play a soundbite from it here coming in out of the next break. But it is the most amazing song. And I'd been thinking about that song. Apparently, this woman was having trouble forgiving this um, lady who, I mean, for a man that had killed her daughter in a drunk driving accident. And... So Matthew West wrote this song on forgiveness to help her deal with how to forgive somebody who had killed her daughter from drunk driving. What an amazing song. What an amazing concept. So I want to share what God taught me about that song and what Mariah learned and what you might learn about forgiveness and more. And, and, and there's very interesting people that may be on your forgiveness list. And we're going to find out those when we come back on the last segment of the Christian Car Guy Show. Set a prisoner free. There is no end to what its power can do. 
So let it go and be amazed by what you see through eyes of grace. The prisoner that it really freezes you. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Oh, forgiveness. Forgiveness. Show me how to love the unlovable. Show me how to reach the unreachable. Help me now to do that. Is Matthew West, Forgiveness. Amazing, amazing song. And part of the, uh, as we're talking about the Christian Car Guys show, how do you change your forgiveness fluid? Well, I was working with my daughter, Mariah, and she was struggling with her sister. And I emailed her that link and asked her to write the essay. And she said, Daddy, I, I, I had to watch it about 20 times. And I, I got to tell you, she came to me and she said, I see Daddy... Jesus died for a test too, didn't he? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's an amazing thing, this forgiveness. And how do you get a fresh forgiveness fluid? Well, I was to give a talk um, actually on loving your wives at a recent boot camp. <laughs> and I kept thinking I was missing something in the verse where, it, where, Jesus, where um, it says in Ephesians, husbands, love your wives. And as he gave himself up for them, you know, and I, I, I kept thinking I'm missing something in that verse. And on my way to go give that talk early that morning, as I was walking down to the place where we do it, Jesus came to me actually. And he said, Robbie, why, why did I give up my life for my bride? And all of a sudden it came to me. The reason he died on the cross was that simple word, forgiveness. And wow, how can I love my wife? How can I love anybody if I don't have a whole heart, if I'm holding on to some bitterness, if I'm holding on to something somewhere, then I, I can't do it with a whole heart. And that was my concern for my kids is they wouldn't be able to love each other with their whole heart if they were holding that bitterness. Well, this week I was reading a beautiful outlaw by uh, John Eldridge, and he mentioned something I never had thought of that he needed to forgive Jesus. He said, you know, your parent, one of them may be dying, or you've got something going on in your life, and you really think God could step in and do something. And he said, Jesus showed up for him one time and said, John, you need to forgive me. And he said, how can I forgive somebody who never did anything wrong? <laughs> well, that's a bit of a challenge. But the, the truth is, it's, there's a, I know a lot of people that haven't forgiven God. They hold him responsible for something he could have stepped in and stopped. How do you do the impossible? How do you forgive somebody who doesn't need forgiveness? Or how many people are out there do I need to forgive that really didn't do the thing I'm holding them responsible for anyway? So there's a challenge. And another person that's on your inventory list of forgiveness, how about yourself? Is that somebody that you need to forgive? And how do you do that? Well, I highly recommend <laughs> this prescription. Go watch that video on YouTube, Matthew has Forgiveness, about 20 times. And just let it and give it to the Lord and ask him, how can I do this? How can I turn this over to you because it's it is truly impossible in of us in of ourselves but with him all things are possible including forgiveness when it seems like it's totally undoable and i know there's somebody probably on your list right now you're thinking i have got to do this tom i appreciate you being on with us so much uh 
transmission fluid change isn't like a forgiveness fluid change, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I really, I really appreciate uh, you talking about that. And I wanted to say real quick, I prayed for your mother this morning, and I hope she's doing well. Yeah, that's one I've 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 got in my in my own situation now. I do have Rick in Greensboro. He's got a transmission issue. Maybe we can get him in real quick. But, Rick, you're going to have to go really fast. I'm sorry I went long on you. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Um, I was uh, addressing to Tom, basically, he's a transmission guy. I talked to you, Robbie, this week. I've got a 95 E-150 van that's got slipping transmission now. It's about 207,000 miles. And I was just wondering, do you have any suggestions on locating a used transmission in good condition to replace it with instead of putting a new one in an old van like that? Yeah, no, that, I don't have an answer. Uh, that's going to be my good that. friend Bob at 109 You Pull It, Rick. I appreciate that question, though, and maybe another listener can email me this week if they have a good idea for you. That'll always work, Rick. Well, God yeah. bless you, brother. We'll be on the lookout for a transmission for that. Mm-hmm. And we want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guys show this week. Remember, it's you guys that make the show. We want to thank Tom and Mike and all the folks that contributed today, certainly Slayton, for his new article. Remember, slow down, Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And hey, why is forgiveness so important to God? Think about that this week and see if you can get a a flush. (laughs) Thanks for listening.